0: If it's new now or next in Cannabis, you'll find it on Cannabis Today. Cannabis Today delivers cannabis industry, community, culture, and news media. To find more of the Cannabis Today content most relevant to you, visit canna-today.com and filter content by categories like topics, hosts, locations, and more. To support the podcast, visit cannapatrons.com. To learn more about advertising sponsorship and other strategic partnerships contact us today on this edition of the podcast we're live from the show floor of the cannabis world congress and business exposition at the javits center in new york city i'm joined by john como john is a founding partner at h2 talent in boulder colorado H2Talent is creating new jobs where they haven't existed and bringing the entrepreneurs, visionaries, problem solvers, and disruptors into the next great American industry. H2Talent is creating an elevated path in the cannabis industry for entrepreneurs and professionals and providing a new path for talent solutions by recognizing that successful cannabis businesses must have the right balance of outside talent and tribal talent. John is also the owner and president of C-Level Search sea level search partners with high growth companies and emerging industries to secure top talent to help build and scale their business. Without further ado, John Como, live from the show floor of the Cannabis World Congress and Business Exposition in New York City. Thanks for joining the Cannabis Today podcast. Yeah, thanks, appreciate you, man. man. I appreciate it, Steve. Let's, before we, we've we been recording for a minute and have nearly tangented a, a dozen times or so, but let's give a foundation here and give you an opportunity to just introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, sure. John Como with H2Talent, where he, our uh, premier search firm focusing and helping the fastest growing companies in the industry find the absolute best talent to grow and scale their business successfully. Concentrating on the management, director, VP, and executive level and above. That's concentrating on you know, people from the right skills and expertise from outside of the industry that can go and bring their skills and repeat those from referenceable industries. But also, you know, those cannabis experts, people that, you know, from product formulation to extraction specialists, lab technicians, cultivation, um, you know, that's basically what we focus on. We've been doing that for, I've been doing this recruiting for 15 years in emerging industries, but in this cannabis industry for over three years. And H2 Talent has been, you know, growing like crazy. We're actually one of the fastest growing we are the fastest-growing LinkedIn company page in the history of the platform, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. So, um, that's it, man. I mean, it's just having fun in New York. I've been all around the country the past, the internationally talking about cannabis for the past, you know, month and a half. It seems like just on the road. So it's just know. been great to stop here and meet some new friends.
0: How many years ago uh, into the transition into cannabis?
1: Sure. Um, four years ago, and I was sitting at a pool and I was reading a, um, you know, I'd, I'd been recruiting in emerging industries for 15 years. Um, so placing people in big data, um, cryptocurrency, augmented reality, virtual reality. I worked with a lot of IT offshore firms uh, early on. And, um, you know, so I'd always been in touch with hyper growth um, industries. As a recruiter, you need to adapt. Um, and so I read, you know, that the industry was going to go from 2.7 billion to 3.7 billion. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is explosive growth. And I was just taken by the the cannabis bug, essentially. Where I remember reading that article and I called every single person in Colorado that I knew, you know, and said, hey. What are you doing? You know, and then I called every single person that smoked weed, right? And I said, hey, how, you know, is this a legit industry? And then it was just so cool and full circle, you know, four weeks ago when I was in Vancouver talking about, you know, the global market, you know, with Canada and the expansion into you know, Jamaica, South Africa, Germany, Australia, Israel, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they showed something from BDS Analytics And it said in 2025 the entire cbd hemp cannabis space is going to be 44 billion dollars in revenue and it was just like cool i did something right at that pool that day (laughs) right you know follow those trends and so it's just it's just really cool to see it explode from you know the global stage you know and then the week after i went through california and just started going from Hall of Flowers and seeing all those established brands and some of the growing brands and working our way down and speaking to people in, you know, Salinas, California, who are vertically integrated and, and growing big, all the way down to fully integrated hemp processing, you know, down in San Diego. And then the week after, I go down to Missouri, you know, and Missouri is just like hope and ambition, phase, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, they, there's they have large, you know, ag background, but, you know, they don't have... You know, anybody right now that has those cannabis knowledge. So it's just like the last month has just been so awesome. It's just been so cool to be traveling around and and hearing the stories about the industry. And then just seeing the all different 30 industries within the industry, you know, on top of, you know, all the different markets, you know, from medical to global expansion. It's just been so cool.
0: Right on. How did you come to role that that you're in now, aside from cannabis and aside from um, uh, big data and tech and, and, and yeah. the verticals within there, sure. you know, what was it that led to you being able to wake up every day and be uh, fulfilled? Sure. By uh, by a role like that.
1: Well, this this industry is so cool. Um, You know, and I I can't think of the experiment. I was around a little bit towards the end of the you know, the whole Y two K and the the dot com, you know, movement, right? Which was explosive. But, you know, this one's so unique. It's a you know, startup industry essentially made up entirely of startup companies with, you know, two thousand years of user product experience. So it's just this fascinating spot and you know, I didn't realize when I was placing people in emerging industries for, you know, the better portion of 15 years that I was going to develop a skill of seeing what skills, you know, um, experience is referenceable into emerging industries, right? And this one's so cool because it's 30 industries made up of 30, in, you know, of in one industry. Sure. So it's it's so cool, so for me, it was like, how do I go and leverage this skill that i 've built up right? Finding people that will be a good fit can take those skills and go and apply it right, and then also you know going out and, and recruiting for mindset you know people who are risk takers, people who are entrepreneurs, people who understand rapidly growing companies right, and just going out and, and being able to you know leverage that skill that I have and so little did i know 15 years ago when i started recruiting that what i'd been doing and building up would just play perfectly into the cannabis industry i mean if i was just sitting around waiting on that i would have been people would have thought i was insane for the last decade right
0: sure hey and so (laughs) speaking of people thinking you're insane uh to segue that's common that 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 transition (laughs) three four years ago that 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 time in the pool sure uh you come home or you go to the office or mm-hmm. you call the family and let everybody know what you do now. Sure. Um, whether it's in the workplace, at church, in yeah. home, on the phone, what was the transition like as a as a man, as a father, as a brother, a son?
1: Sure. It's um, a great question. I mean, to get, like, introspective about it, like, it was you know, a risk, you know, um, I'd been, you know, recruiting in industries that, you know, don't have stigma necessarily. Yeah. There was risk involved, you know, entrepreneurs getting into spaces and, and creating things that hadn't been created before, you know, it's really cool. But, you know, this one has, you know, this incredible stigma, you know, that's been around forever and, you know, once you're in it, it just seems so absurd. Like, I can't even wrap my head around, you know, yeah, the idea that
0: Reefer Madness existed, right? Yeah, or exists.
1: Right? <laughs> and, um, and so it was really tough. I mean, there was, you know, family. There was friends. There were <laughs> clients saying, hey, you know, be careful. You know, you're dealing with the government, right? Yeah. You're relying on the government. You, it wasn't a really good business model. There was only at 2.7 billion. There was a handful of companies that could actually garner the use of my services, you know, at that time. So I really had to build a patience muscle to wait until this entire industry, you know, evolved around what I could offer it. And you know, it was taking a huge step back, you know, not only financially, you know, professionally, but also personally, you know, people, you know thought I was just a little crazy or a little bit premature and gave me all these warnings. People looked foolishly, you know, looked at me foolishly for doing it. Now fast forward to today.
0: They're calling you I- asking you <laughs> what stocks to invest in and which which product is it's best for their ailment. Oh
1: hey, could I talk to you a little bit about investing? A couple questions. You know? Yeah, just a couple questions. You know, and it's like back in the day I would have talked to them all the time, but now it's like, hey I'm busy trying to build, you know, a rapidly scaling company in this this industry. You know, and so it's really interesting. But I I get, you know, from the human capital portion of it, you know, I've been able to have people reach out to me saying, hey, I'd really like to get into this industry. And, you know, I give them the same advice I, you know, had to go give myself. is like, you know, try to identify the skills that you have, right? Figure out and tell the story as to how... What you do or have done in the past will apply to this industry, go to the conferences, you know, go and talk to people, see the legitimacy of it, you know, see, you know, the, the passion that people have behind it. And then cultivate that story to employers, right? Hey, how can I go and apply this correctly? And, um, you know, it's 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 it's. Fascinating now the difference between four years ago and now. How many people are just calling and saying boom, 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 and I tell them that same story. You know, if you do have you know the ability and the passion for it, you've got to wait for it. But you've also got to do your due diligence and really put yourself you know with in front of decision makers. You know, if you really want to go and and take advantage of this industry's growth. Um, But some of the hardest things are you know disqualifying people as far as candidates just because. You know, the big picture, they don't, you know, hit the mark as far as, you know, why cannabis? Why are you getting into it? Sure. You know, and it's fine to have the financial component with it. But I think with rapidly growing industry companies, you really need the whole environment, you know, to go and hit on all cylinders. It's so risky with regulations. Get the right person, you know,
0: getting back to getting the right people, um, in the short time that we spent, if I'm understanding correctly, on a very base level, if you're listening now and you are uh, a high-level professional seeking placement in the space or if you are seeking a high-level professional to operate on your behalf in this space, you can help. Absolutely. Where can we uh, learn more, get in touch?
1: Yeah, sure. We're at h2talent.com. I mentioned at the, the, the top, you know, Any type of opportunities that we have will be listed on our LinkedIn company page. We've got 6,500 followers just on that that company page alone, looking at our job postings and everything. And the audience that we have on that is 81% of the people are VP, director, and C-level executives. So always go to our LinkedIn page. We're updating those profiles all the time. Apply, reach out to one of our recruiters. Um, and then you can find us on H two Talent. Any of these shows, uh, you know, any of these conferences, you know, we'll be we'll be at all of them. Um, and that's you know probably the best way. You know, follow us on that.
0: Merton, What's um, what's your experience thus far at this conference, this uh, expo?
1: Um, I love, I love New York, you know, city. I love New York as a market. Um, you know, and when you think of all of the different markets, I think, you know, San Francisco, you know, the Bay Area, mm-hmm. they'll they'll go big. Southern California, you know, Los Angeles will go big, and I, I think the two other markets, you know, that will really be able to you know push. You know the boundaries. I think are Nevada, obviously Vegas is Vegas is Vegas, right? Um, and then New York City. I mean the 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 markets. If you combine California's market and you combine New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, you know Philadelphia, DC, and all those markets, it's going to be just as big. So, as far as your know, my view on it, it's not now, but both of the coasts are going to be in an enormous um, race, you know, for talent you know, to go out and, and really help grow these businesses. And, and here's the funny thing about that the talent part of it is, like, you know, there's this whole, there's all these states in the middle, too. You know, we were placing processors in, you know, rural Ohio to North Dakota, you know, in regards to pre-application. Missouri's coming on board. But it's like California and the East Coast. These markets are going to be
0: enormous, man. It's awesome. So cool. You uh, joining the yacht party tonight?
1: All over the yacht party.
0: Is this your first? That I ask you. Is this your first CWCB Expo in New York? I was
1: uh, in New York. Yeah, I was out in uh, Los Angeles, but it was like no yacht party.
0: What uh, What are you looking forward to uh, for the duration of the show? All yachts aside, is there a a workshop or another keynote or an exhibitor or? Uh, Masakali
1: has a really great investor forum that's uh, tomorrow um, that people are going to you know be are invited to. I think that's really great. uh, that should be interesting and then it's like you know what what's next you know going to the next <laughs> you know i think um i'll be back out here in june late june um for another investment conference but it's just um it's just fun man thanks yeah. for having me you know talk cannabis it's yeah. like
0: it's always a blast all my
1: friends and family are like thank you steve for so they don't have to listen to me talk about it
0: <laughs> well now they're going to have to listen to it on spotify and itunes and stuff now you get to replay it and you don't even have to What's um, next for you guys? We're on the yacht party. We just came here from Illinois. Okay. Where cool they market. just went legal. Yeah, like a few days
1: ago, right? The day
0: after we left. Oh, wow. Or the day we left.
1: That's great. So do you think when you'll leave New York, it will go legal as well? Is that a trend?
0: Uh, if so... I will continue. Yeah, we'll yeah be, just travel everywhere. We'll be on then, tour please. for the next uh, however mm-hmm. long it takes. Quite frankly, exactly a country a day. Yeah. So we came from Colorado, went to uh, Illinois for some to uh, see some family and go to a wedding, and now all things cannabis. Sure. And um, from here, back to Colorado, yeah. post production and churn all this out. You guys located in Colorado? Yep, Longmont. Okay, cool. Familiar? I'm in Boulder. Yeah, oh, nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely have to keep in touch for sure.
0: Like... Catch a drink or something, a lunch. Yeah,
1: for sure. Are you? Um, we, we do a lot. of We actually do. Um, you know, with our, you know, partner company, Can Advisors. Um, they uh, and and we share a founding partner. My partner, uh, my business partner in H Two Talent, um, Michelle Whitmore. She came from Sega of America, so she has ten years of human resources and recruiting background from a corporate. So excellent expertise in corporate change management. And then our other partner, um, my business partner, Jay Zarkowski, they helped. They were actually had, you know, with Can Advisors and they started Boulder Kind Care. So they were number seven license in the state of Colorado. Um, and so, you know, with my expertise of finding people from outside, You know, Michelle's in building organizations and Jay's from cannabis. We we really have a well-rounded solution. And, you know, we have a first Friday 420s, uh, that party in Boulder um, at the beginning of the month. So next Friday, come on by. We have industry experts, people, original OGs from the industry, people with 10 years of experience. Just grill, have some fun, get a food truck potentially. But, you know, a bunch of people from the the beginning of the industry. It's just, you know... I've got four years under my belt, but hearing some of the stories of, you know, ten plus years it's like blows your mind what they had to deal with. Yeah. I mean there's a whole documentary out there for just the dispensaries and what they had to deal with in Los Angeles County. You know what I mean? Like that's a three hour (laughs) documentary on all the Yeah, it's wild. It's been
0: some time since I've even thought about that, but it that was just kind of created the flashback of thinking about like how commonplace it was for dispensaries to be rated on tuesday and t- they take the money they take the register they take the product they take the, the everything Cash. yeah yeah i started with that yeah they take it all and then business owners kind of just operated with the mindset of like that's what we're working with now and that's why i keep an extra safe inside the extra safe at home let's get started on wednesday and buy some some new stuff and get kicked back in you know yeah nobody
1: owns a pop bellies has to deal with that crap you know what i mean and, and even like in the the facilities building you know everybody one of the things that really bothers me is like you know how people think oh, oh yeah, it's weed oh it must be fun to work and it's like it's so incredibly complex yeah you know when you well, of course and if you look at just one aspect of like you know building these facilities right it's like, okay, when you build a Subway or a Potbelly, you're not required to see what the yield is or how great the sandwiches that come out of it. <laughs> you know, it's just like they build it and they're on. I mean, there's so much comp- there's so much complexity in this industry that people just don't understand that aren't involved in it. You know, and so it's like, oh, I'm interested in it. Great, give me a job. Yeah. You know, like all that stuff. But it's like you can you get me... <laughs> well i get that i, I can hear get it all the time no but it was like oh. oh you're a recruiter well hey my uncle hasn't worked in like eight years can you and i'm like no yeah. no so- i can't sounds like a prime a candidate for somebody who's been employed but now it's like now it's worse now it's like oh wow you're it at... find me a job for the exact base salary that i make right now and it's like holy cow you know it's just it's just really fa- it's just fascinating you know, it's just the coolest thing to be involved in right now.
0: How much of what you do is is education like that? You know, we, we talk about it in sort of an extreme capacity, but I mean,
1: ed- education's huge on, a, on a, so many different levels, right? One, one way in education is educating the employers like, you know, some of these people that are in this industry that are grown these businesses and had success, they're at this threshold that they need to grow and scale. I've got to talk to them as to what. A search firm does what an executive staffing firm actually does it saves you time and money we're gonna present the best candidates available in the market passively involved that for whatever reason are looking we typically gainfully employed you know and we go out and have these conversations to just find the best person in the market who can go and capitalize and grow this thing that's you it. need a
0: podcast what said you need a podcast
1: All right, maybe on next Friday, 420. Maybe that could be your first episode. You can
0: start start your first show. John on, H2 Talent. Thanks, buddy. Higher, higher. (laughs) Thanks. Appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of the show. See you on the yacht. Absolutely. See you there. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. (laughs) To learn more about H2 Talent, visit h2talent.com. To learn more about Sea Level Search, visit sealevelsearch.net. As always, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. I'm Steve Blank. Thanks again for listening to the Cannabis Today podcast.